There we go. Now you can hear me. A special edition of Rising to the Majors with host Gavin Judd. And all week, Optimize My Life Radio is going to be honoring and talking to special guests, individuals, and not only remembering where we were and what happened during 9-11 22 years ago, but moving forward and how it has, from the ashes of of what happened, rose so many creative individuals who have embraced. And so the whole theme of this week is all about bringing back that kindness and honoring that feeling of helping others. Welcome, Mr. Gavins. How are you today? Doing well, doing well. How are you, Mary? Thank you. Thank you for this awesome uh, theme, awesome tribute. Uh, very, very powerful. So, yeah, I'm excited to, to get into it uh, tonight. Uh, it's going to be a great conversation for everyone listening in. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. I have one more huge announcement. You're going to be excited about this one. So I am setting it all up this weekend. Next week. Our shows will not only be live here on Block Talk Radio through StreamYard or Restream. I haven't quite figured out which one yet. We will be hosting live on all the social media platforms. So, for instance, John's will will be, or I'm sorry, Gavin. I've been dealing with my military friends, and we refer to everybody by their last name. <laughs> um. His show will be on Optimize My Life Radio Facebook group, but also on his social media pages as well. That's exciting. That's an awesome update. Thanks for sharing, Mary. I need you to send me your email so I can send you the links to sign in this weekend. Perfect. Uh, We'll do that. And do you want to take over for one minute? Sure, that sounds sure. good. Sounds good. Um, yeah. So for uh, for this tribute uh, this week, you know, we're remembering the lives that were lost during the tragic events of 9/11, and also honoring those first responders who who stepped up in a big way uh, to help a lot of people that. We're struggling and we're affected in in New York and um, yeah, it's just a very you know difficult time for a lot of people. It was obviously a major disaster um, and uh, you know uh, terrorists you know intruding um, on our land and obviously a lot of emotions. There was a lot of confusion. Uh, you know when big events like that happen, there's a lot of um, yeah, just uncertainty, a lot of questions. Uh, so to start us off, I had a Bible verse, a couple Bible verses for everyone. It's out of Psalm 46, and it says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So I thought this was just a great um, Bible verse for this 9-11 tribute because, um, you know, when serious events happen like this and, and, you know, we're honoring them, we're remembering them that uh, it just makes you think about, you know, what is important in life, what is most important. And obviously God at the forefront and then ourselves and then our loved ones, you know, that's who's, who, who we're called to protect. And um, so when, when either of those are affected, obviously it, it affects us. Uh, So, yeah, just yeah, really um, just praying over the families that have lost family members through tra- tragic events like that, uh, but also encouraging others too, you know, to to look what look to what is most important, and and that's God, and 
and our salvation because, you know, this time on earth is temporary and, you know, we, we can, we have something to look forward to, you know, in, in spending, spending life in eternity with God in heaven. And, um, yeah. You know, as we were talking about it during the noon show today, the people I have the most revere for are the men that went in the building, came out of the building, and two days later went on a call to a different fire and kept going. No, they survived this this horrible event, but yet, you know, instead of stopping what they're doing, finding a new career field, they kept going and running into another building, a burning building that you're not going to know what's what's going to happen. You know, first responders, law enforcement, all of them that kept going after that event. Kids that, you know, lost their loved ones and their family members, but yet turned around and decided they wanted to continue that legacy on it. Even though they know firsthand what can happen, decide to become and follow in the footsteps. Absolutely, absolutely. There are some some true heroes uh, that were definitely very selfless as you, as you shared. And yeah, just very incredible how people stepped up, like you said, in those literally going straight into the fires. And um, yeah, it's, um, it's just amazing uh, that, that, um, you know, I wanted to, that made me think of too about you, you know, you, you and I were talking about that day and your involvement in that day. I wanted to ask a little bit more so people could uh, hear and kind of understand uh, your perspective uh, and, and your involvement that day, if you wouldn't mind sharing kind of what that looked like. Yeah. Um, people like Ron, who is the president of the Hope Collection and that sponsors the radio show, he was in the tunnel when it happened. He got to see firsthand as it's happening. And I give them a lot more credit because they were so powerless, where I was part of the search and rescue team. I was there on the ground helping recover and bring out and help try to save people who were in the building. You know, couldn't do anything. They were stuck. Or I had that to help be able to have that power to be able to help and do something. So, you know, my mind didn't at the time went into autopilot mode or went into army mode as my kids call it, drill sergeant mode, where you just kind of go into autopilot and just do what you need to do. But I was very young. I was 20, going to turn 21 that day. And I was happened to be in down in the city that day because I was living in Syracuse and stationed out there. And uh, me and my ex were seeing some friends that live out there, and we were going to go see that the trade center that weekend. And he goes, oh, well, let's go see – one of the stupid Great Lakes. Okay, I'm from Minnesota. I live in the land of 10,000 lakes with Lake Superior. To me, a lake is a lake. <laughs> no, it's not a big, oh, my God, it's a giant lake. Cool. No. I wasn't impressed. And so he goes, we'll go see the Trade Center next weekend while we're out here, and it'll always be there. Two days later, it was gone. Wow. So I never got the the option to be able to see it other than in the skyline in person in a whole piece. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you for, um, yeah, for your service, of course, in the military and, and for that, that day and that week and, you know, months and everything, just uh, helping people. Uh, it's very honorable. So thank you so much, Mary. Yeah, and I well, I enlisted in '98. Back when I was no '97, I enlisted. Back when I was a junior in high school, and I started out in the National Guard because I wanted to be a pilot or work with the pilots in the air control for search and rescue. And the easiest way to do that is join the military. And I happened, and it, it was God's given grace because literally, there's only a few positions, and this is back before women were considered equal. There was a set amount of slots in boot camp. There's a set amount of slots 
in professions for women, and women were restricted on what jobs you could do. And literally, before I signed my papers, after I took my test, and when you sit down with your recruiter and you're going through everything, all your job qualifications will pull up what jobs you qualify for. And literally two minutes before I, when he did that, someone retired. So there was a space open for that position so I could get it. Wow. Yeah, that's God timing for sure. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. It's a cool story. That's why you follow your path and listen to your inner voices in life. Because when you follow those and listen to those voices, it helps you go the way you're supposed to go. And things will work out in the end. may not be the way you want them to, but they will work out. Amen, amen. So what about you? You were a youngin during 9-11 the first time around. <laughs> yeah, I uh, was four years old, so I don't really remember much. Um, so the way I was impacted was, you know, because I'm, you know, I grew up in California, so it's on the other side of the country, but my mom was a flight attendant at the time, uh, as I was sharing with you, Mary, and she actually, she flew on American Airlines, and that was one of the planes that hit one of the buildings was American Airlines, the other was United, but on the American Airlines one, my mom commonly flew that same flight path that was obviously redirected and hit the building, um, and that day, um, she called out she called out of work she called in sick and um you know it's you know there's just a lot of different emotions there you know uh you know she could have been on that plane uh, but then she wasn't and maybe she knew people on you know so just a lot of different things um but um you know definitely impacted us and um it wasn't long after um you know the years to come that my dad and other family members kind of talked to my mom and were like, you know, this is, this is pretty serious. You know, you have three young boys you're looking, you're looking to raise and pretty obviously dangerous with the terrorist attacks and different things like that. And so she ended up um, not continuing that profession, but um, you know, she was blessed with opportunities uh, to open up a family business. Um, so, um, you know, that was a definitely a tough transition for her though, because that was, a big part of her identity, you know, she was a, you know, very independent, you know, proud, um, flight attendant. She was really good at her job and she met a lot of great people and and a lot of famous people and, you know, her crew, you know, uh, the pilots and the other flight attendants. And, you know, that was, that was her team and she was there for a while. And so that was very difficult to kind of step away from that. Um, so that, that definitely affected her and our family and, um, yeah, it's just sad, you know. Uh, she often just thinks about that moment, and so yeah, definitely prayers, prayers for her for the rest of the family. Um, yeah. You know, that's there's a lot of stories of like that where they just didn't feel quite well, or something happened where they just called in sick that day. Phone calls are walking out the door because this is before cell phones, people. <laughs> Not very many people had cell phones back then, but, you know, they got that phone call as they're walking out the door. And if they would have been five minutes later or earlier than that, you know, they would have been involved in that. No, it's just amazing. Yeah, how Those little things that you just don't think about and how, you know, it makes you enjoy your life a little bit more and enjoy, you know, be happier more and not dwell on so much negative. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, makes you just think about things and all the blessings and just being grateful for the, for the life we're given because, you know, at any moment it could be taken away and, 
that's just kind of the reality, you know. We we don't know when our last day is going to be. Um, we just kind of you know enjoy it while we can and keep keep trusting the Lord, you know, while 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 we're here on earth and keep helping others, just like you know you're doing, Mary, of course, and the Hope Collection and Galvanize Global and you know all our um, our hard work helping others. Uh, it goes a long way, you know, and I know a lot of people have helped us in our life along our journey, and so we're we're, we're called to, you know, help others because it's a part of our passion, it's part of our purpose, you know, we love to do it, it uh, it energizes us, you know, you know, giving back to people and, and uh, helping add value and impact their life in a positive way. I know we're, we um, issued a challenge today on the noon show. And the challenge is this. No, you don't really know when you bump into somebody or you see somebody and going for a walk on the sidewalk or going to the grocery store or the gas station, whatever, if that's the only contact with a person that they have that day. A lot of people go home alone. And their only contact is social media. So the challenge we're issuing people is instead of walking with your headset on and face glued to your cell phone, staring at whatever social media you use at the day, one day, one walk, one trip, put your phone in your pocket, take your headset off and say hi or nod, smile, open that door, hold that door open. Something happens because you don't know how much that will actually affect somebody for the better. Yeah, that's good. I love that challenge, Mary. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, it's funny you said that, too, because today, so I'm back in Maryland, as you know, with my baseball team, um, and, um, yeah, so that, that was another cool kind of thing, you know, just coming back, you know, playing baseball again. I know everyone's been following with the injury recovery and everything, so now I'm back. I had my first first game um, yesterday, actually. Everything's been happening kind of quick, but... Um, something about that challenge that you said that kind of reminded me of that was um, today. Uh, so I'm at, I'm at the hotel and I'm just literally walking down for breakfast and this, this worker at the hotel, uh, maybe a maintenance guy or something, he walks by, he's like, Hey, good morning. You know, like, uh, and he said something like, good morning. And then we're, I'm, I'm walking away. He's like, have a great day. And he was just so positive and so enthusiastic, and it really stood out, you know, because you don't really see that much. Normally people just ignore each other and go about their own day. And, you know, like you said, everyone's on their phones. But, you know, I went to to breakfast this morning with a, a different, you know, type of energy. You know, I was I was excited. I was like, wow, you know, that guy genuinely, you know, wanted me to have a good day and was excited, you know, and it was – it was cool to see someone like that, you know, especially someone working a job, you know, um, you know, it's, he's probably going through his own things too, you know, but, you know, for him to, to take a second, um, there was a, there's a quote that my principal uh, said in, in middle school, uh, Karen Hayes, Margarita Middle School, she said, take a second, make a difference. That was like her thing. You're like, whatever you're doing, take a second, make a difference. If it's holding the door open for someone, if it's a piece of trash, it's calling a loved one, or like you said, Mary, you know, taking a walk, saying hi to someone, you know, it really could just take one second to make a difference. So. And the cool part is, is I got the idea from my nine-year-old little my nine-year-old daughter was Ariana's idea. That's awesome. Shout out, Ariana. Let's go. <laughs> See, you know, the kids, they, they have they have great ideas. They have creative ideas. We need to open our minds to to them more. You know, they don't have all the best ideas sometimes, but sometimes they do, you know. <laughs> Did I tell you her little line to me the other day, uh, like last week about not cleaning her room, why she couldn't clean her room? Yeah, yeah, because uh, she needed to rest. Because God said yeah. so, or something. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, Mom, I just need a rest. It's my mental health rest. And I've figured out in that sense, I went up there on that one. I get your electronics, I get your pad. Let's go. 
mental health reset doesn't mean electronic. Like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> She's all about the belief that so cute. She believes mean people just don't get enough love and that in order to make them nice, you have to be kind. And the kinder you are to somebody, even if it's hard, and mom, I know it's hard, you just have to be nice. Be kind. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the hard part, you know, when you don't get it in return. But, um, you know, that's how, you know, we can actually help impact other people positively, as you know. You know, um, it's funny. I'll share a quick story about that. Uh, I was watching. So I had a, a friend. I'm not obviously not going to say his name, but we we were really good friends. And then, you know, something happened where there was some stress. And I, I stopped being his friend because, uh, you know, I Obviously, friendships are built on trust. I didn't feel like I could trust this particular person. But um, anyways, fast forward like 10 years. <laughs> I hadn't thought about this person in a while, and I'm watching a church sermon, and it's talking about forgiveness. And the more the pastor keeps talking, the more I'm really just thinking like, man, I haven't completely like forgiven that person yet, you know? And it's just churning, it's just churning. And talking about challenges, at the end of the sermon, it was an online church service. At the end of the sermon, the pastor challenged everyone and said, if there's one person that you haven't forgiven yet and you need to forgive them, go up and talk to them. Have Try to schedule a coffee or lunch with them or just call them up on the phone. I was like, oh, it was so uncomfortable, Mary, I'm telling you. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And the pastor's like, if you just do it, you're going to feel a million times better afterwards, and you're actually going to impact the other person, and you might even lead them to Christ. You're like, you don't know, right? So I was like, I, I remember just like, like, I still had this person's number, and I was like, oh, man, like, you know, like, I'm am I going to do this? Am I not? I remember like, it was like five minutes. I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> I called him up and, you know, was actually, you know, the person was like really shocked that I even called them in the first place because I had ignored them for the longest time. And uh, I called him up and was just like, Hey, you know, I know, you know, we had, you know, some things going in the past and, uh, I just want to say, you know, I forgive you for everything you've done to kind of hurt our our friendship. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, saying like, oh, my gosh, we're going to be best friends now again. But, you know, I just want that kind of mutual respect. And I, I want that weight kind of off my shoulders. And I just feel like, you know, I needed to say this. I was watching I told him I was watching a church service. And I feel called to, to share that. He was totally in shock, Mary. <laughs> he, like, couldn't believe it. He's, like, oh, like at a loss for words. And I, I'm just, like, yeah, you know. I just, and he's, like, wow. Like, that's just so powerful. And he, you know, deep down, he he didn't, he didn't feel great, you know, because it was kind of on him, you know. Um, but he's, like, you know what? Like, I'm sorry. He said he's sorry for, you know, anything he's ever done in the past to kind of hurt our friendship and everything. And, um you know, everything's not perfect, but, you know, it's a lot better. And I did feel a million times better. I remember hanging up the phone and just be like, wow. You know, I felt like, you know, a weight was lifted off me. And, you know, sometimes it's, that's all it takes, you know, is that kindness. Like you said, and, you know, forgiveness is an act of kindness. And, you know, it's one of the most difficult because as humans, we have egos and we hold on to things and we're stubborn sometimes. And, um, we can only, you know, I've learned, as, as you know, Mary, like, we can only control ourselves and what we can we can do. You know, we can't always control others or if they're going to be kind to us back or, or show love to us back. But we can we can be kind to them and show love to them. So, yeah, I thought I'd just share that story. So that is the hardest thing to learn to and accept is that we can't control what everyone else does. In the sense that, you know, not letting it bother us. 
and just, you know, being able to say, okay, they did something really stupid. Okay, just walk away. And that's the slogan we have in our house. Instead of having the last word, which is the battle of wills in our house, just walk away. Forgiveness is so important for our own mental health. And just, like you said, lifting that weight off of you that you don't even really realize you have until you let it go and you just feel so much lighter. Absolutely, absolutely. I got another Bible verse uh, I wanted to share. It's Proverbs 3, 3 through 6, about about kindness, about love and faithfulness. It says, let, let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck, them on the tablet of your heart, so you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And, uh, you know, I, I live by that, you know, and there's, there's moments where I'm not perfect either. You know, I get angry at someone or, um, you know, that's, that's kind of the main thing. I get frustrated with people, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, I remind myself, God reminds me of this, you know, it's like, you know, if, if if you exhibit love, you know, kindness and faithfulness, then you're going to find favor and good success in the sight of God and man, you know, and that, you know, God and others. And that's, you know, that's, that's what we all want, you know, is to, to be in good standing with God and, and, and others, you know, to respect us. And, um, yeah, it's helped me. That's helped me a lot. You know, those verses there. You know, with with relationships, with business, um, with teammates, with coaches, with with everything. Were you gonna say something? Yeah. If you can hear us or if you, you want to hop back in at any time, uh, of course, you can do that. Um, we'll take a little tangent in between now and then and talk about Galvanized Global. So Galvanized Global is a company that I founded to render motivational services to help people just like you if you're listening, to help you in your life, to help you achieve success and health that you desire. So we have personal motivation coaches available online to get matched with you. We have fitness and nutrition eBooks. And uh, then we have our community group, online community group. We, we meet once a, month, once a month for a webinar. And uh, we got just great things going on there. We're helping transform the lives of many people. Um, another reminder for people, you know, when you hop into this program, don't expect like, all right, tomorrow, you know, I'm just going to wake up and feel super energized. I'm going to be in the shape of my life. I'm going to be super successful. Good things take time and consistency, daily habits. We teach you those daily success habits that you need to be the foundation for your success. So we're looking, you know, we want to help you become motivated and successful long-term, not just for one day, not just for one week. And we want to help you grow. And we want to put you in a positive community group, the power of community. You know, we're talking about here tonight with the 9-11 tribute, uh, you know, the power of resilience, the power of unity, uh, you know, being encouraged around other like-minded people that are aspiring to grow in their faith, in their health, in their success. This is a great opportunity for you if you're listening to this and you're feeling unmotivated, you're feeling unhealthy, or you just like to learn how to, how to maximize your day-to-day life, we can help you. And, and the first step is the hardest step. The first step is the hardest step. And uh, the first step, we help you with that uh, by having a launch pad call with you to help launch you, to help propel you to success. And you can sign up for that at galvanizeglobal.com. And for this 9-11 tribute, if you 
put in the discount code GLOBAL25. We're offering a 25% discount for all products and services on the website, galvanizeglobal.com, and get your life going. Get motivated, become healthy, become happy, become successful. That's galvanizeglobal.com and discount code GLOBAL25 for 25% off. You're going to post that in the Facebook group, correct? Yes, I'll post that in the Facebook group. So that way people can take the advantage of it. Now, do you work with kids, adults, or everything in between? All ages and backgrounds, all ages and backgrounds. We, um, yeah, we help a lot of people. You know, there's uh, people I've helped before in, in middle school, as young as middle school, as, as old as grandmothers and grandfathers. Uh, there's There's everybody in there. Um, and, you know, you know, we, we want, you know, everyone to have access to it, you know, so that's why online has, has been the best resource. Uh, we have, you know, like I said, zoom calls, um, group calls, and then the online resources are a huge part of what playing to people's success and, you know, success, it, it starts, it starts in the mind. It starts with the decision a decision to want something different than the circumstances you're in now. Because if you don't want something different, if you don't want to grow, if you just want to stay where you're at, then and you can't just stay there. You know, we want, we want people who want to improve, who want to get better, um, but no, they can't do it alone because you can't do it alone, you know. Um, so we want to help you with that. We want to help you bridge that gap. And, um, yeah, so to answer your question, Mary, all ages, all backgrounds, uh, around the globe, we're helping people around the world. So we're, we're really excited to continue to grow and continue to help more people. So if that's something you're interested in and you're listening to this right now, galvanizeglobal.com. And we got some new merchandise in, super comfortable shirts, logo apparel. And that discount code um, does not actually work for the T-shirts. But if you send me an email at info.galvanizeglobal.com, or fill out our contact form, uh, we'll be sure uh, to give you that same discount on there. Uh, just set, make sure to send us that email. And all that information will be in Optimize My Life Facebook group. And question for you, two questions for you, actually. Do you have hoodies and v-necks or just t-shirts? Yes, we have hoodies. We do not have v-necks, but we have uh, short sleeve shirts. A bunch of different colors, uh, and then we have long sleeve crew necks. It's more of like a sweater without a hood. Good for the winter time coming up, and um, yeah, we have like I said, a variety of colors, different designs, um, male and female options. Um, so yeah, a lot of cool stuff for for everyone to check out. And then my next question is: Do you guys work with? kids struggling with self-esteem yes we do yeah that's one of our main things is uh, helping helping kids uh helping people in general i should say uh just become more confident so you know it's a it's a process you know we want to learn more about you and we want to help you um you know really strengthen your identity, you know, when, when, when people become more aware of their strengths, more aware of their weaknesses, then they can improve, continue to improve, maintain their strengths, and they can improve their weaknesses or disable them, you know, if there's, you know, negative thought patterns. A lot of people are crippled by um, their perceived uh, circumstances or by their childhood trauma or by experiences, and we help really you know, strengthen their mind uh, to be more consistent. You know, when, when, when you have consistent uh, systems, that, that's something we're a big proponent of systems um, and, and positive self-talk, um, you know, affirmations uh, backed by emotion and belief. And then that strong community group is huge for self-esteem, you know, because you become who you surround yourself with. And if you're around people who are negative, if you're around people who are always discouraging you or trying to put you down to make themselves look better, then that's not going to be 
a uh, community that you want to be around. You know, you want to be around encouraging, empowering, inspiring communities, just like on this Optimize My Lake radio show, just like the Hope Collection, and just like we offer at Galvanize Global. Um, so that is definitely something we help help people with is is to help grow that self esteem, um, and and that's huge. You know, and that that leads to a lot of other things too. You know, that's connected to, you know. Uh, you know, how you take care of your body as well, because if you have a low self-esteem, you might not even think it matters to take care of your body. You're like, oh, I'm I'm not worthy, so I don't need to take care of my body anyways because no one likes me, you know. Well, it's like, hey, you know what? Um, you know, actually, you know, when you start to work out and move your body and eat healthier, you actually become more confident, you know. So it's all it's all connected. It's all connected. And spiritually, of course, too, you know, that's at the core um, but, um, yeah, I, I don't want to give away too much, but we'll give you a little trailer there, um, for, uh, for the program. Like I said, amazing benefits. We've helped more than 40 people in the last two years transform their lives. Just got a text message the other day from, uh, William. So William was in the program. He's been in the program for, um, informally, uh, I was helping him, um, kind of outside the program, just kind of giving him some tips and then, um, then he ended up uh, getting more formally into the program, and he's lost more than 20 pounds in just uh, just under six months. And texted me the other day, super excited uh, to keep you know achieving his goals. He didn't think he could do it. He was a doubter, Mary. So he came on. He's like, "No, nah, there's no way I can't do this." And I was like, "All right, well, first we got to fix that attitude, and then we can see all the rest. Uh, the things start to change, you know." And he's like, "What do you mean? What do you mean?" So I was like, you know. You know, what time do you wake up in the morning? He's like, oh, I don't know. You know, I mean, 10, 11 o'clock. I'm like, all right, this next week, I want you to wake up at 6 a.m. every morning. He's like, what? Well, I don't get to bed until like midnight or 1. I was like, all right, we got to get to bed earlier. What are you doing at midnight or 1? Oh, watching TV, you know. All right, go to bed 9 or 10 o'clock. You know, wake up at 6. So he did it for a couple of days, and then he stopped. And then he did it again. And then it was, you know, he started to strengthen and build those habits. And then he was waking up earlier. And then he started, you know, focusing more on his hygiene, taking care of himself. Then he started wanting to eat healthier. He got a better job. And it was just like a ripple effect and momentum. And now he's, like, yeah. calling me. And, you know, I'm, I was having to reach out to him all the time. Now he's calling me, like, Gavin, you know, like, I read this book. You're not going to believe what I learned. And I'm motivated. And, you know, that's, you know, that's fulfilling for me, you know. And that's what fires me up to keep helping more people, you know, is just to hear that feedback and see those transformations because, you know, what we do actually works. And, uh, we, you know, we actually help people. And that's, that's the cool thing, you know. We're not just, oh, my gosh, we're this cool, like, program. It's like, no, like, we get results, you know. We, we, we legit help people uh, transform their lives. I'll turn it back to you, Mary. All right. Well, Mary's uh, getting ready. Uh, I will talk about a little bit for more of the in-depth update for baseball. So, like I said briefly, uh, I'm back playing baseball, which is exciting. I was battling a broken arm injury this year. And uh, it was really frustrating because I felt like this was going to be a really good year to have an opportunity to uh, to work my way closer to that dream of Major League Baseball. And um, I felt like it was a pretty pretty clear path, you know, based on last season. I had a great season, finish off the year. Had some opportunities last season to play internationally, winter baseball. But, uh, you know, felt like I wanted to just stay home, work on a couple things. Um, and I did, executed went into the season, had a little bit of a slow start, a little adversity, but kept pushing through it and then got injured. But, you know, I believe God's got a plan and I'm going to keep going. So this year um, I'm looking for international opportunities. And then next year uh, the team says they want me back. Uh, so I'm excited to just keep playing and keep working hard, keep persevering, keep pushing through. Uh, and that resilience, you know, as we're talking about, you know, tonight, um, you know, with the 9-11 tribute, you know, and, and I know a lot of people have been affected in a serious way by that and, and by other serious events around the world, too, um, where you get knocked down, you know, whether it's, 
you know, actually, you know, literally or metaphorically, you know, everyone in life, life is difficult. You know, we have setbacks. Um, but, you know, I would just encourage everyone to, uh, to keep going, you know, to, to be able to respond instead of react and, uh, you know, get back up. And, you know, just like the title of my book that, that, that I shared in the, in the Facebook group, you know, laugh in the face of adversity, you know, when you're confronted, you know, with a difficult situation in your life, no matter how small, right. No matter if someone cuts you off in traffic, if, if, um, you know, uh, you aren't able to, you know, get the promotion you want at work, whatever it is, you know, that, um, you know, you have two choices. It's either to, you know, give up and give in or enable that situation and circumstance to strengthen you and to allow you to push forward. And, you know, that's exactly what the United States has done since the 9-11, you know, obviously it was very difficult. There were a bunch of loss. It was tragedy, but, you know, I believe we were stronger as a country in the aftermath, you know, everyone coming together as a nation. It was very uh, uniting, very patriotic. We came together, uh, strengthened everyone. And, and moving forward, you know, obviously we tightened, you know, more on a tangible level, you know, tightened the security at the airports with TSA, tightened the, you know, the borders, uh, military, and a lot of great things, you know, from that. Um, you know, so through every great adversity, you know, there's opportunity. Um, so, you know, I encourage everyone listening, you know, to, to rise up in those circumstances. You know, the, the one of my favorite analogies, like, ever is um, about, you know, it's like, are you a potato or are, or are you an egg? And uh, the meaning behind that is, you know, when you put a potato in boiling water, the potato softens. When you put an egg in boiling water, it hardens. So do you allow tough circumstances to soften you or to harden you and toughen you and strengthen you? And, you know, that's the resilience we're talking about on this radio show. And, and it's not easy. It's not easy, but, but it will be worth it. If you just keep pushing forward, you keep going and, and whatever you're struggling with, just keep going, surround yourself with people that will lift you up, encourage you, keep putting one foot in front of the other, keep going. We believe in you. And we love you, and God loves you, and you got this. You know, the term we use in our house is the cause and effect. So when something frustrates the kids, we sit and talk. Do you want to be the cause? Do you want to take that obstacle and empower yourself from it and overcome it? Or do you want to let it affect you and you quit? With older people, we use cause and effect as the victim mentality and, you know, you don't let it just stop you and become a victim of the circumstances or you're going to let it be the cause and have it overpower, use it for you to be able to overcome it and empower yourself over it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's so powerful. Thanks for sharing. I love that cause and effect. I'm watching the uh, uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, uh, you know, he just obviously, you know, the most winningest championship quarterback in history, you know, the greatest of all time. And he came back to, to speak to the New England Patriots. And, um, you know, he was – he's the underdog story, you know. He has – he was a super late round – you know, first off, he was a backup quarterback in college. And then he was a super late round draft pick, and now he's the greatest of all time. You know, so that's a perfect example of someone, you know, using that situation to propel them, actually motivate them, you know, and same with the recent champion uh, Coco for for the tennis, you know, I'm sure you saw that, you know, and she, she explained, you know, she's had a bunch of doubters, a bunch of haters, and she proved them wrong, you know, so it, it doesn't really matter, you know, what others think or, or, or believe about you, you know, it's, it's, it's that firm belief you have in yourself, the firm belief you have in God to keep going and to uh, not have that victim mentality, like Mary said, um, to, to, to be on the offense, not on the defense, to take charge of your life, to make those decisions, to keep moving forward, even when it's difficult. You know, it's like tough times don't last. Tough people do. My favorite movie all time, Mary, you're going to love this, probably one of your favorites too, is Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa. <laughs> And, and it just, it's a perfect 
it's a perfect, uh, you know, descriptor of, of how we should handle life, situations and circumstances, you know, and he was the underdog. He was given the opportunity, you know, to face the world champion, and he didn't back down. He was up for the challenge, and although in the first one, you know, he lost in the end, he went the distance, you know, he went the whole way, and obviously he won fights later in his, you know, the movie career, but it's, you know, I love that, you know, Sylvester Stallone, and, uh, you know, he just kept going, and that's, sometimes we just got to keep fighting, you know, you got to keep fighting, you got to grind it out, you got to keep moving forward, keep pushing, and, um, you know, you'd be surprised, you know, with just a little bit of, a little bit of grit, a little bit of toughness, like that Mary toughness, you know, that, that, uh, you know, being in the military, um, you know, but everyone has the opportunity to take that in their everyday life, you know, whether, whether you're raising kids in a family, whether you're at your job, whether you're playing a sport like I am, uh, whatever you're doing, you know, you can, you can take something out of that. You can learn from that. You can apply it, you know, and uh, into your life. So, yeah, that's my that's my uh, two cents for the Rocky Balboa, the encouragement. You know, the cool thing about the Rocky series is when it was written by Sylvester Stallone. And it's a metaphor yeah. for yeah. his life because he was born with a birth defect where basically one side of his body was paralyzed. Wow. which is why wow. he's got the speech impairment. And he went and walked and talked to every screen or every production company to sell his story and finally found one. Most people told him the movie was never going to make it. Oh, it sucks. And it ended up being his first major gig. And it rose him to stardom because he never gave up. I love that. I love that. It's so powerful. Thanks for sharing that, Mary. Part is, is, you know, if you meet, get a chance to ever meet him, he is the most down-to-earth, laid-back person you ever met. All right. Now we got to hear the story. Where did you meet him? He um, was on a, a military base doing part of uh, just a public, a public appearance for a USO tour. And nice. uh, awesome. a couple of friends of mine ran into him at the gas station as he was getting ready to come on to base and said, you know, he stopped and did autographs and, you know, took pictures with everybody at the gas station. And he had no problem wow. you know, yeah. at the time. Cool. But then he had to try to get people to say, you know, trying to be nice about, you know, I got to go. I have to be at a base at a certain time. <laughs> yeah, I, I was uh, reading a little bit about that series, and it, um, it it's actually got some roots, too, about, like, mental health as well, and just to, to keep fighting, you know, to keep going, uh, to, to not give up, you know, and... Um, Powerful, you know, so many great aspects. I was actually, uh, <laughs> I, I drove by Philadelphia, you know, the Rocky Steps, and I got to run up them uh, a couple years ago. That was a lot of fun, you know, early in the morning at sunrise, threw my hands in the air like Rocky. <laughs> and it was a cool, the timing of it was cool too. I mean, it wasn't cool at the time, but it was motivating because, you know, I had just gotten out of college. I was expecting to get drafted. I had an advisor. I was talking to a handful of MLB teams. I had an MLB workout. Things seemed to be looking really good. But then I didn't get drafted. And then, you know, all these doubts crept in, all these fears. And then I got an opportunity for a tryout on a professional baseball team. And that was on the way to the tryout. I stopped in Philadelphia. And it was just like a motivating thing, you know, just to, like, keep going, to not give up. You know, and that's that's one of my mottos, too, in life, you know, just keep going, you know. And I've seen so much success, you know, whether it's, you know, winning a junior college national championship, you know. We had our backs up against the wall, you know, the, almost the whole year. Everyone doubted us. There were newspaper articles that came out that said we're going to be the one of the worst teams in the junior college history because all the players from the year before didn't return. And, you know, up until all the way until the last game of the championship, we were we were the underdog and we proved everyone wrong. You know, and those stories are so much cooler and so much more inspiring than the the stories where it's like, oh, they're just they were all 
always successful and they always had everything, you know, it's like, you know, everyone, you know, can relate to and, 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 and be empowered and inspired, you know, by those, those underdog stories, you know, like, um, there's another one too. I was watching the movie, Kurt Warner, you know, Kurt Warner, you know, and he, how much he persevered through and kept pushing and, and, you know, I, I gained inspiration from all those, you know, in my, in my climb, you know, God willing, one day I'm going to become a major league baseball player. This guy, I always tell myself, you know, I was like, I've already won. As long as I keep going, I got to just keep pushing. You know, there's, you know, doubts all the time from myself, from others, but I just, you know, I love this game and it's everything I've ever worked for, you know, for the past, you know, 20, 22 years. Uh, yeah, actually, that's funny. You know, I started playing baseball in 2001 and 9-11, so we're doing a tribute for 9-11, so 22 years ago, I started playing baseball, and um, I was actually on the New York Mets, so a couple of New Yorks right there, <laughs> but uh, side story, side story, Mary, uh, so growing up, my uh, my dad's side of the family is Boston Red Sox fans, and um, I, um, I mean, I've I went to some Red Sox games. I wouldn't say I was like a diehard fan. I just, I'm a big baseball fan, you know, I really picked a team. Um, but when I was four, my dad signed me up for T-ball in the boys and girls club. And our team was supposed to be the Yankees. And that's a big rival, the Red Sox Yankees. And um, my dad convinced the coach to change the team name or that I wouldn't be on the team. <laughs> they changed it from the Yankees to the Mets. And then that was my first team. But now, ironically, that I like the Yankees because <laughs> of Derek Jeter, and you know I'm a shortstop and everything. You know he was a shortstop, and um, you know obviously Yankees have a great team, great reputation. Speaking of that, if anyone's in the New York area this next week, um, God willing, weather pertaining, because you know we got the big hurricane on the East Coast, um, I'll be in Staten Island, New York, playing the Staten Island Ferry Hawks for a three-game series tomorrow. Wednesday and Thursday, the schedule's online. Um, you can go just type in Staten Island Fairhawks or Spire City Ghost Towns. That's my team. And you can go check out those games. Really affordable tickets, great, great time. They have a turf field, so they're hoping we can play. Um, but it's going to be right there next to the water. So uh, it may get canceled, but hopefully not. Say an extra prayer. <laughs> so what's your dad think about you being a, a fan? <laughs> oh, he's not too happy. <laughs> he's not too happy, but uh, you know we have a we have a good relationship. We got a mutual a mutual respect. And he at first he was like, you know, because like I'm his son, you know, and he's like, oh, he's just doing this to like go against me, you know. And of course he picks the rival team, but like that totally wasn't the reason. It was just like, you know, I I just like Derek Jeter and. You know, the Yankees are one of the best teams. I aspire to be, you know, one of the best Major League Baseball players, you know. Shoot for, shoot for the best, right? Um, but I'd be grateful for any any Major League Baseball opportunity, you know. Um, you know, there's no bad teams, you know, of the 30 teams. I mean, there's some that are struggling more than others right now. Maybe the Oakland days, maybe they need me. They need some help. But, um, yeah, <laughs> he's not too happy. <laughs> you could be a twin. Come Yes, yes. I was actually up near Minnesota a few years ago playing in, uh, uh, in what was that, Duluth. I was playing in Duluth summer summer ball for the – it's called the Northwoods League. It's a summer collegiate collegiate baseball league. Yep. I don't know if that's near where you are. No, I'm not anymore. I used to live two hours away when I lived over in the Twin Cities. Oh, okay. Now it's six hours yeah, away. Right. Oh, okay, okay. Do you go to any other twin games? I don't anymore. Um, no. We lost um, Mauer, so. Yeah, I know. He retired. Yep. See, but I knew yeah, him he was when a great he was player. Team that I grew up going to high or went to high school and would play his team in high school. Oh, a lot yeah. of us. Yep. He's a born and raised Minnesotan. Wow. He wanted his oh, career to cool. all be Minnesota. That's awesome. 
I think one of the cool underdog stories is Kirby Puckett. And, you know, he, he was always told he'd never make it to the pros because he was short. Built like a linebacker, not a baseball player. Yeah. And he won two World Series. Wow, that's amazing. We are almost out of time for today, and I have to go to a class. So join us tomorrow. Um, Travel Tuesday, but we actually am so thrilled. We have a special guest instead of Travel Tuesday. um, Russell from Russell Steakhouse and um, Hotel out of Buffalo, New York. He built in front of his restaurant and hotel a veteran's honor, um, honor wall, an honor memorial. It's got Memorials for 9-11, for all the different um, wars that we fought. And the cool part is, is the metal beams you see in front of the memorial are actual parts of the original Trade Center. And some of the bricks that go around it are part of the original Trade Center. Wow, that's awesome. So he will be on the show tomorrow. I Yeah, I, Ron just called me to confirm. We got the confirmation today that he will be on tomorrow at noon Eastern. Nice. I'll be on a, I'll be on, a, on the bus going to New York. So if I'm available, definitely tune in. So remember to do that one act of kindness say hi say something open a door do something for someone else this week and we want to hear next monday what you did and how it may change your perspective a little bit and i want you to put it on our facebook group on optimize my life we want to hear from you and what random acts or what you've done during the week for now, see you back here at noon tomorrow. All right. See you, everyone. God bless. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.